Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. In James 5, verse uh, number 16 in the Amplified Bible, listen to this. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Now, here it says that you can have the prayer available when it makes tremendous power coming to you. It's dynamic in its working. Now, remember, we talked a little bit about dunamis already, about the miracle working power of God that is available. But he said, when you earnestly pray, it's from your heart, and you continue in that prayer, not just a little trite prayer, not believing, and then you forget what you pray. But he says, that prayer of a righteous man. Now, how many of you know that you're righteous? When you come to Jesus... You get born again, you get washed in the blood of Jesus, you are made righteous through Christ Jesus, not because of your works. Now, God expects you to do good works. He expects you to live right. But you have the gift of righteousness that is given to you, and that lets you know you have a right standing with God. In other words, when you come to the Lord in prayer, you don't come as a beggar. You come as a child. You come as a son of God. And you've got doors that open for you. You serve Almighty God through the Lord Jesus Christ, and He knows how to open doors. He opens the door, by, the Bible says, that no man can close. People can be your enemy, and they can work against you, but they cannot successfully stop you. Did you hear what I was saying? They might put a little uh, uh, glitch in there for a while, but it will not stop you because you can't be stopped. He opens a door that no man can close. Don't you thank God for open doors? Open doors of blessing, floods of blessing and favor coming upon you. So as a righteous man, we have privileges before God. But he says that when you are heartfelt in your prayer and you continue as a righteous man to pray, it makes tremendous power available. In other words, there's power out there. There's power. The power of God is all around us. But it's made available through prayer. You see, power can be there, but we're not using it. We're not availing ourselves of it. But God said, you can. It can be yours. You can partake of this power, but it will come to you through prayer. Now, like what the Living Bible says, it says that prayer has great power and wonderful results. Power the uh, power of prayer produces great results. Isn't that what you want? You need results in your life. You need the end result in your life. You need some things to happen. Well, he said that prayer will do that. It will bring wonderful results to you. Wonderful results. Not, you know, just get you by 
wonderful results. So prayer provides dynamic power, and it makes power available. Okay, then I, um, I want to read to you from 2 Timothy 2.1. It says this. Lay hold of a steady current of God's power, which comes as a result of God's grace. Lay hold of a steady current of God's power. In other words, you just standing around is not going to help you lay hold. If I'm going to lay hold of something... You know, this glass here, I can just sit and look at it and think, I, I, I would love to have a, gl a glass of water. I would love to taste that water. But if I don't go over here and lay hold of this glass, I'm not going to, to get the refreshment of that water. Well, it's the same way. You have to lay hold of the steady current of God's power. Don't you love how that says that? A steady current. Not just a current that, you know, just... <laughs> And then ends, and then, and then ends, but a steady current. And when this power comes, it starts making things change. It starts making situations turn around. It starts making uh, provision. It starts providing. It starts breaking the yoke of the enemy. You know, sometimes when we're praying for people, and they're ugly, and they're nasty, and they're mean, and all we can do, Lord, change them. They're just nasty. They're just mean, you know. But you know what we need to say? That our warfare is not with flesh and blood. There's something behind people acting the way that they do. And we want to get mad at people. But people are not our problem. And God told us. He said that your warfare is not with flesh and blood. So get your eyes where they need to be in the spirit. There's rulers of darkness of this world. Wicked spirits in the heavenlies. Did you hear what I said? And many times when we're going through the things that we're going through, we want to turn on each other. But God said, keep your eye in the spirit. Pray and get that steady current of God's power. Now, how is this steady current of God's power made available to us? It comes through prayer. But it, here he says, let's just read that in part. He says, as a result of God's grace. So when I'm talking to you about prayer, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to think, well, I've got to work. I've got to work. I've got to pray, pray, pray. You need to pray. You need to work. But you also need to know that the steady current of God's power, tapping into the power of God, comes by His grace, His favor, His unmerited favor. Not what we work for, but what He said, I'm going to do this for my children. Because I said I was going away, and I was sending back the comforter. I was sending the power. I was sending the Holy Spirit so that they could go and do Whatever they bind will be bound. Whatever they loose will be loosed. And see, sometimes we forget that. Well, we can't, you know, we just can't do anything about it. Well, I know that sometimes things look like impossible situations. I know that sometimes, uh, you know, things can look very difficult. But I do not believe that it's impossible. I believe that all things are possible for the child of God who will believe. 
every day in our life when we face difficulties, uh, you know, uh, when things are not going right from the smallest to the greatest, we need to tap into the power of God because it's a steady current made available to us. And if we will do that, we will begin to see things change in our life. Now, I tell you, if you just stand back and you whine and you complain and you, you're thinking to yourself, there's nothing I can do, there's, you know, not going to be any changes. But if you begin to tap in to this steady current of God's power that comes to you by His grace, and you begin to pray, He said, you call, I'll answer. You ask, I'll do. And that's the truth. See, I'm not just preaching a bunch of things that I dreamed up. I'm preaching the Bible to you. And I'm so glad. So we can lay hold of this steady current of God's power which comes to us as a result of His grace and we can begin to see things change. Now I want to talk just a moment about a few people in the Bible that saw their lives change, that saw direction come to them as they began to pray and get before God. Do you remember the story in Acts chapter number 13 where Paul and Barnabas, I believe it was, they were uh, with a group of people, prophets, the Bible says. They were gathered there. One Simeon, uh, you know, was there. And I, I don't know, I, I was looking at that Simeon. It's just a little side thought. wonder if that Simeon could have been the one that... Uh, carried the cross for Jesus. You remember when he went to Calvary? I just wonder if he could have been that one. You know, you don't know, do you? But anyway, those people got together and they began to pray and they were in a time of fasting. And what do you think happened when they prayed? And the Holy Ghost said. See, the Holy Ghost wants to talk. The Holy Ghost wants to say things, but too many times we haven't pulled apart to pray. We haven't pulled apart to seek God and to seek what He wants us to do. So many times what we do is we get this great, illustrious plan, something that is just going to be wonderful. But the only thing is we don't soak it in prayer. We get the idea, but then what we should do is go to God in prayer and say, God, what do you think about this? What do you want me to do about this? Rather than getting our ideas and our plans and uh, uh, get in the middle of it and we're sinking, we're going down, and then we pray the crisis prayer. Well, we all find ourselves in crisis prayer from time to time. And I guess that's just the way it's going to be till Jesus comes. There's going to be crisis, and we're going to have to do crisis praying. But you know what? We can also do preventative praying. I like preventative praying, don't you? Because preventative praying prays and seeks God before they get in the crisis. And maybe the, the crisis can be averted. Pray that you enter not into temptation. Wasn't that what Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer? Pray that you don't enter into temptation, the tests and the trials. In other words, I believe we don't, we're going to face tests and trials. Every one of us, we're going to go through things. But some of them, evidently, we can go around. We don't have to go through them all. But see, many times we have to go through every one of them because we're not praying and hearing from the Lord. 
because he'd say, no, don't go that way. Go somewhere else. You ever just, you ever just, you know, if you're a person of prayer, you, what happens is you sensitize your spirit, and even when you're not praying, you pick up the, the voice of the Lord easier. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you don't pray, you don't sensitize your heart if you're not a person of prayer. But sometimes, even when you're not in prayer, you'll hear the voice of the Lord saying, no, don't go there. Go somewhere, go another way. Don't take that route. Or he'll speak to you and say, no, don't call. I've had him tell me not to call people. I've had, had him call me so, or, or tell me so many uh, uh, different things in my life. And see, don't get flaky on me because that's not what I'm trying to do here. Well, God said he told me to go to Africa. You know, God said he wants me to be a missionary. Well, maybe he does. I'm certainly not belittling that. But, you know, you didn't get that in five minutes of prayer. You know, oh, dear Heavenly Father, I love you. Have your way in my life today. Jump up and run out. Yeah, God told me to go to Africa. <laughs> I tell you, get in that seat and sit down and listen. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> listen to the Word of God and let it grow you up. Amen? So, prayer... Through prayer, Paul and Barnabas got a call into a certain area of ministry that God wanted them to be involved in. And so it was very important. In Acts 22, verse number 17, I don't want you to turn there, but Paul was warned of danger that was impending in prayer. He was warned of God. Also in Daniel 10, verse 12 through 14, Daniel received a, a revelation of the future of what was to come while he was in prayer. And the Bible said, now if you look at that over there, and I'm not going to take time to do it, but you see over there that Daniel began to pray and seek God. But it took a, a long period of time for him to begin to see uh, any breakthroughs coming. Because the prince of Persia, who was a demonic force in that area. And see, certain areas, certain regions have demonic forces that are over them. They've been given license to rule in certain areas. That's why even in the United States, you go to certain areas and you can feel it. You can sense it when you go there. Because certain demon powers have been given authority there, have been invited there, have People have allowed them to operate through their lives. And so when you go there, you get a distinct awareness of that spirit. Well, there was a prince of Persia where Daniel was, and the Bible says that it withheld, that spirit withheld the prayer, the breakthrough from coming to him. But then the Bible said, but I have come... What? For thy words. Well, he had to speak a prayer. He prayed. He began to talk to God. And God said, I have come for your words. Because of what you spoke, because of what you prayed, I have come on the scene. And then he began to give Daniel the revelation of what was to come. And see, he got that through prayer. So, you know, I'm not saying that you and I are Daniel. 
But I'm going to tell you, there's a lot through laying hold of that steady current of God's power that we can receive through prayer. When we're talking to God, God can communicate to us and he can make us aware of things. He can open doors. He can tell you what to do. He can give you directions. And all the time, you might be going to do the opposite. But through prayer, we can hear what God wants for us. And see, how many of you know that He's got a better plan than we have for ourselves? Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.